When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Zone. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome to a Thursday morning, a Thursday that could bring with it the chance of showers and also the possibility for some severe weather. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Glad you're along with us. We'll be talking weather with Stu Muckrag, meteorologist, in about 15 minutes. For today, daytime highs probably around 79 degrees. We've got a good 70% chance of thunderstorms developing today. And I do see that it's an alert day, meaning there could be some severe weather that develops. We'll find out what the probability of that is when we talk to Stu in just a moment. Overnight lows tonight don't change much, down to about 70 degrees. For tomorrow, another 70% chance of showers or thunderstorms, 80 the expected high. And then Saturday, scattered thunderstorms still in the forecast, and we'll look for a high of around 76. If you're getting that rainfall already this morning, you be sure to use our Midwest Farm Report talk text line. Remember that number? 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Remember, if you use our talk text line, you might qualify to win an automated weather station courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compere Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compere Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM farm so far this spring and summer i've talked to a lot of strawberry producers from around the state and it continues to be the same story over and over when it comes to weather aaron zimmerman here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in madison and i think we're safe from any more frost now but boy has it been dry and it doesn't really matter in some cases whether we get rain today or not if we needed it really a couple weeks ago. Bob, what have you heard up in your neck of the woods when it comes to strawberries now that we're really deep into strawberry picking season? Well, I think uh, besides June Dairy Month, one of the things people look forward to in June is picking strawberries and uh, doing with them what they do, some wonderful things. Our Scott Schultz had a chance to get to Comstock strawberries down the Black River Falls area. And uh, whether it's the lack of rain, as you mentioned, Aaron, or whether it's uh, insects or in Wisconsin, we could get a frost. How do you take care of the strawberries? Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Scott talked to the folks at Comstock Strawberries, and they said, yeah, it's, it's been a challenging year this year. Hi, Scott. It's good to be here. We had a brand new bed, and we we're expecting huge strawberries, and that's how it usually goes. But 
we had a frost that came, and we panicked, and we turned on the irrigation and covered strawberries, and then the heat hit us. And I think the berry plants just went into survival mode because it's like the berries that were on there, they just kind of shrank, and the berries that then did produce were very small, and we watered every day, and it didn't seem to help. They just didn't come back. Well, that was one of the considerations that I was thinking of, that we also were dry there for quite a while, and we still kind of are, but but you did water, so that maybe shouldn't have been part of the triple threat that you faced this year. Right, and... It's it's like when the plants went into that stress mode, I just believe it. Um, they just didn't have enough to come back. It's like there's no size to the berries, and there are a lot fewer berries this year. But people kept calling, and they wanted to come out, and I tried to be truthful and tell them the size of the berry, but um, they still wanted to come. So we've been open two days, and we've had a two-day rest in between times, and now we may open one more time with a three-day growth in between, but we'll see how that works. It's a strange thing, the way it happened. When you look back at it, I guess the when you said it was cold, we had a frost, and then mm-hmm. it wasn't just 60 degrees the next day. It got hot, hot. It was very hot. Do you remember seeing it that way uh, since you guys have been there? No. It's never jumped <clears throat> right up to 90 degrees. I mean, that was a, a big stress factor. The ground was so dry. Um, even when you watered, it seemed like it was so hot out, it would evaporate the water right away. So I just don't think the plants were able to absorb the water like they normally would at a normal year, and the evenings were even warm. So usually a warm evening helps them grow, but for some reason this year it just wasn't to be. I've never seen a brand-new bed of strawberries turn out this way. It looks like the very fourth week of picking, and that's our first week of picking. It's just it, incredible. It isn't just you folks right there by Maryland, I, I'm guessing. It, there might be some other growers around that have faced the same issues. Yes, I've talked to, well, I haven't actually talked to the growers, but I've talked to some people that have gone to different places, and... I know there was a place in Warren's that they went, and they said that that place was only open for one day, and they shut down. And there were some other growers that their season was very short also. So it it wasn't just us, because at first we were thinking, did we do something wrong? And then when we found out that there were several growers in different areas that um, were only open short periods of time like us, and they had to shut down because there was no more berries to pick. Do you have other things to fall back on as the season progresses, other other uh, commodities that you're going to have people out picking? Well, lucky for us, we do. We have blueberries. It's pick-your-own-blueberries, though, and Kevin's been out there, and he says the blueberries look great. He says it looks like it's going to be a good season for blueberries. Now, is that uh, an issue that the blueberries uh, aren't a grown plant necessarily, so... Maybe they didn't get hit by the cold quite as badly, or or they had time to recover. Well, um, our strawberries are right out in the open, and there's really no trees around them. The blueberries actually are like in a little grove, and it's kind of surrounded, hugged in by uh, some trees and some woods. 
so I believe the frost doesn't affect them quite as bad. We did have um, an area in Maryland, a grove that is kind of in a bog, and three years ago that was hit pretty hard by frost, and that did freeze all those out, and those are just coming back now. Not a big production this year, but our regular field of blueberries that's just down the road from the strawberry farm, those are doing really good. Oh, I mentioned early on that it struck me that last year was a good year, and uh, I don't know how it compared for you in the end, but is that one of the, the issues that you just have to face as a strawberry grower, that some years are great, some years are okay, and some years are eh? Well, um, yes, that's true, very, very true. And we rely on Mother Nature totally, but we've never had such a devastating year as this year. And... Um, I hired um, some really hardworking young people to help me pull weeds so we had clean fields and everything looked great. I was, we were so proud of them. And then the frost hit, and it's like all that work, and I have to pay them. So I'm hoping I just have enough to pay them with the profits from our short strawberry season. And speaking of that, this kind of season does put the pinch on some of those young people, especially who – Get out there and do those uh, work uh, that work for you. They they pick the flats of strawberries for Scott Schultz and others. Yes, um, there's, it's it's really exciting to have the children call you, the young adults that want to pick. They want to earn that summer job and that summer money. And so this year, when they came out and they picked, and they they had to pick a whole row, and they never even got six quarts picked and. I felt so bad for them, and that's where I knew that um, it wasn't going to be profitable for them to work so hard and to earn so little. So that's when we had to stop hiring the pickers for prepaid orders. So we had to go to just pick your own this year. Now, when you're talking about comparing this year with others, you folks at Comstock have been at it for a few years. This isn't your first strawberry rodeo there. How many years have you been at it? Well, my in-laws started it in 1948, and we took over 20 years ago. So in the combined um, amount of time, it's been, you know, 50-plus years. And so um, the name Comstock Strawberries, it seems like everybody's heard about them. So it's kind of a warm feeling when people come back every year. And they said that they bring their children back. And then we've heard, we've been there long enough, where they said they bring their grandchildren back now. And I love to take pictures as they're picking, and I put them on Facebook. And my thing with picking strawberries, although you need the, you know, the good flavor and everything, but is to create memories, have a good time, to create a tradition out there. So that warms my heart. That warms your heart, and I'll tell you what warms my heart some nice strawberry sauce over vanilla ice cream or (laughs) a strawberry shake or a strawberry pie. And uh, it's going to be a little harder to come by for me this year, apparently, then, right? Yes, it will. Yeah, it's keep the strawberries in your freezer and ration them out because you'll have to wait until next year to get your freezers filled up. That does bring an issue. On a good year... It's okay to freeze strawberries. Uh, are, are people aware of that enough, or 
are, are strawberries common enough that you realize that yeah you can you can throw a, ba- a ziploc full of them in in uh, into the freezer and they're just fine. Yeah, um, I would probably say seventy-five percent of our pickers do that, and then you have the twenty-five percent that just love them fresh. And um, we have some that come out probably every other day, and they need to pick a bucket of fresh strawberries, and that kind of keeps them going for that four-week period, and then they're good. And then they'll come back next year when they're fresh again. But most of them are getting back into the canning. They like to make their homemade strawberry jam, and they freeze them, and they save them for desserts through the winter. So it's, it's, it's a nice knowing that there's traditions still out there, that they like the homemade old-fashioned way of making their own. Oh, I'm thinking you've just made a whole bunch of people hungry for some <laughs> strawberry desserts. I know I am. Uh, <laughs> we're easy marks when it comes to strawberries. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very true, very true. And strawberries are always good. And you should see the children when they come in. I'll say, did you get to taste the strawberry? And they'll look at me, and they've got red all around their lips and their cheeks, and it's it just makes everybody smile. So it's good out in the field. It's good at home, out of the freezer. You know, it's, strawberries are good all the time. Absolutely, and hopefully we'll look at a better season come next year because I like it, and I'm thinking you probably would like a nice season next year too. It would be wonderful. So hopefully those berry plants will save their energy and produce well next year. Thanks for visiting with me this morning. Okay, thank you, Scott. That's Corinne Comstock at Comstock Strawberries at Maryland. On the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, I'm Scott Schultz. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You already know that worms approve our shredded topsoil, but did you know that seeds also love our special blend of garden mix? It's packed with nutrients that plants need to grow to their full potential. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com for delivery, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Then watch that garden grow with tons of fresh vegetables or beautiful plants and flowers. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Colaney Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection salutes active service members and veterans. Join us in our support of the Hero Center. Our employees volunteer their time and expertise keeping our veterans comfortable. Learn more about the Hero Center and how you can help at MononaPFP.com. Serving Dane County and the surrounding communities, including our new Monroe location. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection, a name you can trust when service is a must. Attorney John Rihalot with Clifford and Rihalot discusses the value of a second opinion. Well, first off, it costs you nothing, and it could mean a much better result. Perfect example. An injured woman went to a different firm and started feeling that, somehow, she was being shortchanged. Her attorney told her, this is the offer from the insurance company, it's the best you're going to get. But she thought the insurance company's offer was unfair, so she called Clifford and Rihala. My partner reviewed her case and told her she needed an attorney who was actually going to fight for her. She hired Clifford and Rihala, and we recovered a settlement nearly 10 times the amount her first attorney wanted her to take. We will work harder to get you the full settlement you deserve. Bottom line, if you've been injured and want full compensation, call us. 
For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Raihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys, fighting for you, for justice. MyJustice.com. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, I cannot complain about the start that we've got to our Thursday morning, but it does beg the question what exactly might be coming our way weather-wise. Let's talk about it. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, joining us live this morning. Uh, so everybody's starting to talk about it being an alert day today, Stu. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking the the weather as far as severity is what we've got on our minds. This one actually looks like it could be producing, uh, as far as measurable rain, could be a pretty decent producer, doesn't it? Sounds like we're going to get measurable rain out of this, huh? I do believe, Pam, there'll be some measurable rain. It may not really start to settle in and really amount to something until Friday night or Saturday now. That front has slowed down somewhat in its southeastward progression. Still lining up from northeast Minnesota back to eastern South Dakota. There's an area of showers and thunderstorms up in northwest Wisconsin, just north of Eau Claire, north of Wausau, and all the way up into the UP. That's going to drop southeast. Could head toward the Fox Valley in eastern Wisconsin. I'd expect it to weaken as it does make that move today. So we all may still see some chance of a scattered shower, especially in the east and south, but it's just not going to amount to a great deal today. It's more likely as that front drops right into the area, becomes a bit stationary, meanders back and forth, you know, moving south as a cool front in the day, back as a warm front later, that we talk about more widespread showers and storms and more measurable rain, especially on toward Friday night and Saturday. I'll have forecast details right after this. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so one of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. <laughs> uh, instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us, and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. All righty, Stephanie Hoff, our farm assistant's in studio with us this morning. Stu, she's got a question for you. Hey, Stu. All right, fire. Hi there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going out to a Christmas tree farm this afternoon. Don't want to say Christmas in the summertime, but uh, they're working year-round, too. And I was wondering, am I going to have to bring an umbrella, raincoat? What's the, what's the weather looking like this afternoon? Uh, you you may want to have that umbrella with you, but it's going to be kind of a scattered possibility. You'll see it coming if it's going to happen, and most likely you may not see it coming. That's how it's going to work today. Mostly cloudy skies, that chance for a very scattered shower, a thunderstorm. Watch the activity pulling in from the north this morning. I'd expect daytime highs will be up around 80 or so, and the south winds at 5 to 15. Still that chance for a scattered shower or storm overnight, cloudy in the upper 60s, south at 5 to 10. Tomorrow, 
Most likely a mostly cloudy day, and watch in the afternoon as showers, even thunderstorms develop. The rain could be a little heavier, low 80s on Friday, southeast winds at 5. Showers and thunderstorms overnight Friday last into Saturday, upper 70s Saturday, but from Friday, late Friday into Saturday, Pam, I'd say another one or possibly two inches of rain could be seen across, especially southern and southeast Wisconsin. All right, we'll take it. Very good. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist with Weather. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You'll need what's under the hood to make noise. Or you'll miss the real noise. Hammered one. Interstate All Battery Center in Middleton carries long-lasting car and truck batteries for power-hungry fans of the game. After all, you'd rather listen to a brewer than a bummer. Your soundtrack of summer relies on Interstate All Battery Center in Middleton. Interstate batteries. Outrageously dependable. Hey everyone, we've been through a lot together. And if something's bothering you, remember that it's okay. Do not feel okay. You know what I think really helped? Talking to someone. (coughs) No, Fred, I mean a professional. Your next doctor's appointment is a great time to bring up anything that's on your mind. Your doctor will listen because providing safe care your way means caring about how you feel. Unity Point Health Meritor, a partner of UW Health. Know how much you matter to this world. Exciting news. Hi, I'm Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. We have spent many hours combing through our prices and we are proud to announce that The Healthy Place now has the lowest prices you'll find in the nation on all of your favorite products. In fact, I'm so sure you can't find a lower price, I'll give you a $50 gift card if you do. Just shoot me an email, tim at findyourhealthyplace.com and share the product you found. Our mission is to help you find your healthy place and we never want cost to be a barrier in your health journey. The Healthy Place is committed to providing high-quality supplements and vitamins at the most competitive prices in the nation. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup, or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County, free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home, receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Oh, you know me. Easy come, easy go. Tomorrow's another day. What's the big hurry? Are you kidding me? I have the patience of a goldfish. When I get an idea in my head, I like to let it simmer. Now that's 
a whopper. Good thing Lazy Boy in Madison has a warehouse full of furniture ready to deliver. Good things come to those who wait. Am I right? No, you're not right. There's a coffee table at Lazy Boy and I have room for it in my living room now. Fine wine, a fresh bread, a chocolate souffle. But where are you going to sit and enjoy it? Lazy Boy has chairs, tables, and sofas in the store right now. Take time to smell the roses. That's what I always say. And I say a new vase and a new end table are a great way to enjoy those roses. Great looking furniture ready to deliver from Lazy Boy. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy home furnishings and decor Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. Freedom from fees means more to spend on what matters most. Our fee-free e-checking lets you easily manage your money. Our online and mobile banking with bill pay and person-to-person payments are all free. Freedom is found in the money you keep. Learn more at settlerswi.com slash open my account. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. I'd pull up to the house. I'm like, ugh, we can't have that ugly house, you know. We really needed to replace the siding. We ended up going with Prairie Exteriors. Their pricing was really reasonable. I'd drive up to my house now. I'm like, oh my gosh, my house looks so nice now. It looks so amazing. I was so impressed. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors. Now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com. This looks phenomenal. All right, Zach, let's just get right to it. Wow, what a bombshell yesterday. As the audio has been leaked from a private meeting in February for the Badgers, seven seniors, four coaches, where uh, it was a t- over, what, a two-hour meeting and only 37 minutes, 37 and change, was cut up of all the players talking. Um, what's your initial takeaway of this you know, audio leak? What was said in the other hour and 23 minutes. Right? Yeah, no, that's that's part of it, obviously, but then... What was said there is certainly not uh, flattering for anybody. I mean, it, this, there's, there's two things here. What was said and the fact that we even heard it. So the, f- the first part of it, uh, in terms of what was said, you get these kind of meetings. I doubt you get this kind of criticism everywhere, but it was clearly something that was bothering these guys to the point where they got emotional. And, like, you know, it's kind of ridiculous for a guy like Walt McGrory to get emotional, but I completely understand it from Dave Reaver's point of view and, um, you know, Brad Davison's and like, I, I get it from their point of view, uh, how much they put into it. Um, and those, those things are not things that you want to hear about your coach or, uh, about the coach of a team that you follow. It was it's really, really bad. And I think that it doesn't make anybody, especially great guard look good. The other aspect of it is that it getting out at all. Right. And it's a huge, huge, uh, hit to trust within that program. Uh, that you want you want to be able to have these type of conversations. I think these type of conversations happen all over the place. You just don't normally have somebody going in there and recording it, and then four months later putting it out. And it's such a such a bad look and such a bad precedent. I mean, I I don't know how anybody would trust anybody to to have that type of conversation ever again if it gets out, you know what I mean? Right. To me, it seems like there's one, indiv- or I don't know if it's one or if it's multiple, but it seems like there's whoever it was has a vendetta. And I don't know if it's out against, you know, the, the players because I think that, or the program itself, I think those are collateral damage. I think the vendetta is out against head coach Greg Gard is, is, is kind of my understanding from this. 
But I don't. That's I guess conjecture for me. So Zach, what does this mean? No, that's, no. Like you can you go ahead and speculate. I mean, it, it is what it is. Well, I don't know I, who I, it is. Obviously, everyone, but I feel like it's a vendetta. Is, no, no. Everyone is talking about it. I think it's. I, I don't. You if if you feel that way, if you feel that. Look, look let's just put our cards on the table. There was there were eleven people in there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it to me does not benefit the players whatsoever to to put it out. Um, no, because you're hurting other teammates. And I still think, even though, you know, they're gone, that group is still close. Like, and to to just throw their trust down and, and kind of, you know, put it all out there for everybody to see. I don't, I don't envision players doing that. I know that a lot of them yesterday were favoriting tweets that said that. So I can, I can see that. Uh, Greg Gard, obviously, not going to put that out, right? Right. Uh, there were three assistant coaches in there. Two of them still. Are on the staff? Would you want? Would they want that type of stuff out there? Absolutely not, because it's nope. going to make their life very, very difficult on the recruiting trail. The only person that is there is, is Orlando Tucker, and I'm not saying he did it. No, but he's the only one that's he's he is the only one that's uh, that's not there anymore. And um, you know, he got passed over for the job. No, the, the job the, that Shalif Chambliss got for the full time assistant. Right, correct? you can make the argument that that's what it is, but there is no there's no facts. Right, there's, there's you can speculate all you want, but there's no facts to back it up unless he wants to come out and say that he did. And you know, we don't know that. It just uh, the math is not hard if that's the way you want to Correct. think about it. But we, there's, there are no there are no facts to back that up at this point. Yeah, all you have right now is speculation and conjecture, and like you could, you know. I can follow a bread tr- uh, crumb trail, you know. So I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens if anything comes out of it. Who knows? But Zach, let me ask you. Uh, you know, Barry Alvarez released a statement saying he's fully committed to Greg Gard, you know, and his coaching staff. Greg Gard released a statement saying he's got nothing but you know um, the the backs and the trust, and um, you know, wanting nothing but the best for his student athletes. What do you think is long term ramifications here for Badger basketball? I know this is kind of more speculation, but does this kind of like hurt them moving forward for recruiting wise? And I know you kind of alluded to it already with you know this breaking the trust, but is this going to be like hurting the Badgers moving forward long term? I think it's going to be used against them, yeah. and that's why, like, if the recording somehow got into the wrong hands, that it could end up being outed like this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, somehow, some way. It made its way to another program, um, you know. And so, yes, it's definitely going to be used against them. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Matt Trannell is catching up with us this morning from Ever Ag. He's in their Platteville office. We'll talk markets in about 15 minutes. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Countryside Landmark Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. So today, 24th day of June, not a lot of items that I noticed this morning. On this day in 1901, Pablo Picasso opened his very first exhibition. At that time, just 18 years old, his art was displayed in Paris, France, for the very first time. Also got to congratulate my television partners, WISC-TV in Madison, signed on today back in 1956. And we're keeping an eye on weather in Wisconsin today. On this day in 1946, we saw the most precipitation in one day. It happened in Mellon, Wisconsin, where they picked up 11.72 inches of rain within a single day. That set a record 
for Wisconsin precipitation, the most received in 24 hours. And now you know, I don't think we need that much rain in 24 hours' time today, but we'll wait and see. All right, we are going to wait and see what happens down at the state capitol when it comes to food labeling legislation. Several different bills have passed, all designed to basically protect consumers from misinformation about the source of dairy or meat. Stephanie Hoff has more. The state assembly unanimously passed three bills this week that could change the way our food is labeled. Two of those bills would only allow food to be labeled as milk or dairy if it comes from a cow or other hooved mammal, such as a goat. The third bill would only allow food to be labeled as meat if it comes from an animal. The Dairy Business Association is one of several agriculture advocacy groups that are urging the state Senate now to take up this bill and pass it. DBA President Amy Penterman is on the line with me. She's also a dairy farmer in Thorpe, Wisconsin. Amy, I think it's important that we don't forget that farmers are also consumers. So why would these labeling bills be important for the grocery shoppers? You know, these labeling bills are so important to grocery shoppers because if labels are mislabeled of plant-based foods as real dairy foods, it confuses and misleads our customers. Consumers are making judgment about a food's nutritional value based on its name. Milk is milk, or it may be almond milk. The nutritional value, there's a difference between these products. They're not the same, and we need a clear avenue for consumers to be able to make that choice. And Amy, I think it's perfect that you're a mom because we know that moms are usually the family shopper. Are you surprised at all by how many options you have in like the milk aisle? I think it's wonderful that we have options. And as a mom, you know, and other moms out there, if they have other, if their their children have different needs, I think it's great to have options. But I think those options need to be clearly labeled so moms can go into the grocery store and they can see, okay, here's the nutritional value here. Here's the nutritional value here. And so they're not confused by a plant-based product stealing the name of milk and the wholesomeness of milk and the, and the value of nutrients for that milk product that they need to be able to make a clear choice. It's great to have options, but those options need to be clear in the, in the food aisle. These bills also mean something to you as a dairy farmer. Yes, they do. And I think what we what we need to know is dairy farmers invest a lot of money for marketing. Every month on our milk check, we've got checkoff dollars that go to the state and national checkoff programs. And what those do is they, in turn, are used for marketing for our good name, milk. And when we have other imitation products that are trying to use our marketing that we've invested in over several years, we can't have that. We've invested in it, we've promoted it, we know how nutritious our milk products are, and they need to remain that way, and we just need that for a strong and vibrant dairy community. But getting this passed into law in Wisconsin is only the first step. In order to implement the law, several other states need to take similar action. Penterman says the DVA and its sister organization, Edge Dairy, is working at the national level, encouraging other states to pass similar bills They're also urging the FDA to enforce similar language already in the books. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff. Thanks, Stephanie. So some policy to keep an eye on down at the state capitol. We're keeping an eye on markets. We'll be talking with Matt Trannell in just a moment about how they're unfolding this morning. The grain trade continues its red ink slide. This morning, July corn's down about a nickel. December new crop 
down nearly a dime at 526. July soybeans are down nearly 13 cents. November beans right now down 16 and a half at 1283 and three quarters. The wheat for July is down five and three quarter cents at 655 and a half. Barrel cheese yesterday was up two cents at a dollar forty nine. Forty pound block cheese up a penny and a half, also at a dollar forty nine. Double A butter yesterday dropped a penny and three quarters to one seventy three a pound. The July milk is currently down nine cents at sixteen fifty one a hundred weight. August close four cents lower at sixteen seventy nine a hundred weight. The clock is ticking. Our Wisconsin FFA members are getting ready to gather together for face-to-face contact at their 2021 Wisconsin State FFA convention. That's going to be coming up the first full week of July at the Alliant Energy Center here in Madison. Aaron Zimmerman tells us more about what those chapter members are going to do at the convention, as well as bring to area communities. Living to serve, part of the FFA model and representative of FFA members' participation in many different service projects. Each year at the Wisconsin FFA convention, the Wisconsin FFA hosts the Day of Service, a chance for members to get out in the community and serve those around them. Beth Reith, coordinator of the Wisconsin FFA Day of Service, shared that this year the event is going to look a little bit different, but it was on top of their priority list to be included as a component of convention this year. Sure, Aaron. So, yep, this year we are changing formats a little bit just to uh, keep everybody safe when we are not really able to send kids out into the community like we have done for 11 years, we did that. So this year, we're going to host a food drive, and all the food is going to Second Harvest there in Madison. And that's who we've been partnering with, with our Rally to Fight Hunger for many years. So I guess we're still going to be doing that. And I know that the state officers were really determined to keep, you know, keep our service activities going in any way that we could this year. For those members and chapters that want to get involved, then what is the plan as far as how can they participate in this during convention? Sure. So we're hoping that, you know, everybody who's coming to convention can bring at least one item um, or maybe more. Second Harvest, the only really guidelines they gave, it doesn't matter what kind of items you want to bring in, as long as they're non-perishable and that they're not in a glass container. They, you know, would have problems with glass breaking and that sort of thing. So that's really the only rule. I did get a list of things they're looking for that they need the most would be beans, cereal and oatmeal, soups and stews, canned veggies, nut butters, and canned tuna and chicken. So those are the same kind of things you do at most food drives. So the way that FFA members can be involved with that, besides bringing the food right down to convention, is I know that they have a sign-up going on right now with the convention planning site where chapters can sign up to help receive these items in at the food drive booth at convention. So there'll be specific times that people can drop these items off. If they want to, they would get FFA bucks in return for, you know, donating some items. If you're not interested in getting the FFA bucks or that's not something that you want to do, then you can drop them off anytime. There will be barrels outside of Hall D by our regular where the living to serve booth normally is. So it's those two main ways if you want to sign up to help work those shifts to receive items and hand out FFA bucks or if you just bring items in and that's what we're looking for. Beth Reith, coordinator of Wisconsin FFA Day of Service at the Wisconsin FFA Convention, will have to check in again around convention time to see how the program is going and how much food they ended up raising. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.
Looking forward to that one. Thank you, Aaron. Hey, I hope you're looking forward to traveling with me to the Grand Canyon, Bryce, and Zion Canyons. September 1st through the 10th is the date for the tour. We still have a couple seats open. Today at 2 p.m., we'll be having a virtual travel show. It will give you an opportunity to find out more details about the sites and stops of our tour and also a chance to pick up a $100 voucher for traveling with me. I've got the details up at MidwestFarmReport.com, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, along with a link to our virtual travel show coming up this afternoon. I'll be on that travel show uh, webinar welcoming you in, saying hello, and then uh, stepping out of the way for the holiday vacations, folks, to give you the rest of the details. Again, 2 o'clock this afternoon, our virtual travel show with your chance to pick up a $100 voucher for travel. All you have to do is uh, get logged on, register at MidwestFarmReport.com or Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. Matt Trannell standing in the wings right now. He's with EverAg and joins us live next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At Eastman Chemical Sun Prairie, they transform materials that improve your everyday life. Their global technologies create innovative products and solutions with specialized molecules that make housewares more practical, medical devices more durable, cars and buildings safer, and so much more. In short, their products matter because their employees do. Eastman Chemical is always attracting, developing, and retaining a diverse workforce. Look for your career opportunity at EastmanChemical.com. Apply online at EastmanChemical.com. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Summer savings are yours at Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Replace your water heater and softener in the same visit and get a $100 discount. We've got you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all your commercial and residential plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning. Visit MononaPFP.com. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. A name you can trust when service is a must. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, we are America's Dairyland. We're keeping an eye on what's happening with regards to our dairy markets. And joining us this morning to talk about that, Matt Trennell with the EverAg Group. He's down in Platteville joining us live this morning. So let's jump right to it, Matt. Uh, We routinely get weekly updates on how we're doing as far as not just production, but also what's on hand. 
What did you see this week as far as the cold storage reports or that big milk production report that we got earlier this week? Yeah, so we saw some uh, we saw some good things. We saw some bad things on uh, collectively on the reports. Uh, one thing that we saw in the milk production report, which came out this Monday, was that we saw 4.6% year-over-year growth. And when you hear that for the first time, it sounds like, holy cow, we're producing a ton of milk. But take it with a grain of salt. Last year, we were going through COVID, and uh, ultimately, there was a lot of culling that needed to happen. There were some dairies that needed to pull back 20% on their production. And uh, ultimately, there was a lot of milk that was dumped. Uh, so sounds like a lot. It's not as much as it probably would have been if we had a smooth sailing year last year. You really have to compare it to the two years ago. Uh, this year we're up 4.1%, which is still a good, uh, appreciation in milk production, but it's more consistent to what we would normally see. The biggest issue I saw on the milk production report is the number of cows that are now in the U S U S compared to uh, history. Uh, they printed 9.5, uh, over 9.5 million head, which is the highest level that we've seen in several decades prior to the mid 1990s. And most of that, uh, most of that additional, uh, cows came from, uh, the plains, the Midwest and the Northeast, not so much the Southwest and the West. And most of that has to do with some of the weather issues that they are experiencing there. Uh, ultimately when you have so many cows, you end up with a lot of spot milk that might not have a home. So you, you trade a lot of distressed milk, uh, prices, which ultimately leads to, uh, more and more cheese, uh, on the market and drags the cheese price down on the flip side for the cold storage. This one came out on Tuesday. You looked at butter inventories and they totaled 402 million pounds, um, Excuse me. It was only up 16 million pounds uh, between the reports, which normally you're at 22 million. But the issue with that one was that it's the first time we've printed over 400 million pounds in the month of May since 1993. So plenty of butter on hand. Cheese inventories were uh, totaled at uh, 1.465 billion. Uh, that was also about half of the five-year average, so it wasn't it wasn't that uh, bearish by any means. Um, so a few good things, few bad things about both reports, but plenty of cows, plenty of cheese, plenty of product. Are we feeling that consumption is, uh, keeping pace is, is helping us there, Matt? So it, it certainly, uh, has picked up in certain areas. Uh, what we've picked up is that retail isn't as hot as what it, as what it was, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that Americans are are looking to get out and about. Um, we've also seen a little bit of a pullback in pizza sales, which also makes sense and kind of goes down the path of getting out and about, right? So when COVID hit, one of the arenas that really took off was frozen pizzas. That is seeing a huge pullback in demand and... Uh, we're, we're still trying to find where, where all that uh, that demand is going. Unfortunately, uh, it usually takes a month or two before you really get some good solid data of what happened a month or two ago. 
Now, we were talking off air about why we need to pay attention to some of these patterns today because we're going to live with the ramifications fourth quarter and first quarter of 2022. And that includes the relatively cheap barrel and black cheese price we're seeing, correct? That is correct. So uh, if you were to plug all of the spot product prices into a class three formula, after yesterday's trade, it would kick out a value close to 16 bucks. And so why that's important is if you were to move those values ahead by two, three, four months, what you would expect is that those fourth quarter and first quarter prices uh, meet up with a, uh, a value that's closer to what Spot says. That's assuming that Spot doesn't see a massive bid in cheese, which could happen, but you're going to have to find some, 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 uh, some bids out there, some demand interest. And so uh, right now, Spot says 16. You're looking at fourth quarter. It's averaging about $18.15. If you move Spot forward, that would mean that $2 could come out of the fourth quarter price. And so uh, we're looking at that as a huge risk to clients that we work with. Uh, when you look at the first half of 2022, you're looking at an average of uh, 1773 as of yesterday. We look at a lot of historicals in our business. If you were to get a 1773 settlement, that would put you into the 90th percentile of the last 10 years. And so we look at that and say, you know what, even if we are friendly to the market, why not at least have a floor in the market to have a safety net at historically great prices. Right, right. Mac Trannels along with us, joining us live from the Everag Group. He's down in Platteville. So what do I have to do? you got to be brief, Matt, but what do I have to do if I want to protect myself today? Yeah, so you either got to talk to uh, your, your milk plant. They offer forward contracting uh, offerings, or you got to look at some type of CME account through a brokerage or some type of DRP uh, type of coverage that has some type of mm-hmm. minimum floor uh, available to you. So you'd have to get in touch with uh, your representative, whoever um, you're working with. Well, tell us how they can get a hold of you if they want to talk more with you, Matt. Yeah, so you can give me a call anytime. Our uh, office line is 608-960-4771. And you can email me as well. It's matt, M-A-T, at ever.ag. All right, buddy. Appreciate the time, Matt. Have a peachy Thursday and say hello to the rest of the folks down in Platteville, all right? Will do. Will do. You too. Thanks. Matt Trannell joining us live this morning from the EverAg Group. Like I said, he's right down in uh, Platteville. They've got all kinds of brokers all across the countryside.